1: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our SewHere.com members. This podcast and our community is mostly funded by the support of listeners like you. If you love the podcast, check out SewHere.com membership to see how you can keep it in your ears for years to come and get fun stuff to boot.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue.
2: And I'm ZD Donahue.
1: And just in case we have to do a lot of cutting for coughing or something, sorry, it is the pollen has attacked us here yes. in mid Missouri.
2: We have had to close up the inner sanctum and air condition because yes. of the pollen. It's
1: nuts. It's nuts. Okay. So this is an issue that has been coming up a lot in the group. And I think it would be cool for us to kind of dive deep into this because I think this is something where I've been assuming people know how to do this.
2: I think we think it's simple. And I remember Uh this happening like not too long, uh, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Okay. For me, that's not too long ago. (laughs) I know you were all in diapers then, but I wasn't. Um, And someone said to me, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, just zigzagging over that cord on the tool. Why didn't you tell me about this? One? And this was a woman that was very accomplished. Yeah, like. Yeah, no, no, she had made her own bras. She'd done the right. whole thing. And I was like, and she didn't realize. That. She didn't
1: know this thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And it's I, You know,
2: it, it's so funny that, and I think we all do this. We all think certain things, like. Or we've incorporated into them into some like commonality uh-huh. or some sort of common knowledge we think maybe everybody has. We've been doing it so long. Why wouldn't somebody think to do that? So I think that's why we have to go back to these sort of what we might think are basics or not even basics, but things that, oh, everybody knows this. Everybody yeah. does this.
1: And, and I was just, uh, so we're going to talk about kind of like gathering methods and sort of just get into the the nitty-gritty of gathering and or ruffling um we did a podcast i think in january of 2018 that was called ruffles uh gathers and pleats i think
2: okay or no roughly defined it's called
1: ruffles pleats and puffing okay we, we talked briefly about this zigzagging over a cord you know kind of thing and stuff like that but I want to really dig in because I think what can be difficult is really getting, like, the physicality of some of these techniques. Right. What? Zigzag over a cord. I think, (laughs) think,
2: you know, if if you haven't listened to it or you're listening to this podcast, maybe go back and listen to that one again. I think we had a lot of definitions in there. And I think we maybe talked about some feet in there, too, that we might not um, address right here.
1: Yeah. Okay. So... There's been all these questions about gathering and ruffling. So gathering up fabric is basically taking the fabric and somehow, you know, condensing it right? so that it gathers up. And this is something that can be done on like the waistband of a skirt or it can be a ruffle if it's Mm -hmm. a rather something that's a... Shorter in width. Right. That's that's what a ruffle uh, can it's be, right? And maybe added
2: to another flat piece of fabric. Yeah,
1: add it. That's good. Added to another flat piece of fabric. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that we did a podcast defining flounces, yes. which are flounces different. flounces
2: versus ruffles. Uh-huh,
1: flounces versus ruffles. Those are different. So what does gathering do for us? It can give us that decorative ruffle edge. It can give us fullness in a skirt. I mean,
2: basically, it adds volume.
1: Adds volume. And one
2: reason you know it adds volume is it's adding volume in that seam. That's right. Because you're going to seam that and sew that down someplace to secure that
1: uh-huh. gathering. That's right. Because you
2: can't just gather and not <laughs> secure or it will, you know, work its way out, right? Yeah, great. So basically, you're adding volume, whether it is for shape, uh-huh. right? Or some, whatever the effect might be. Right. So sometimes it's shape, like maybe you're gathering an undergarment to keep an outer garment fluffed out That's right, right? or you're to adding stand volume out to the undergarment right. um, and i will oftentimes i use a little gather of like tulle under the cap of a sleeve to keep it right up. to keep it puffed up or sometimes you're gathering the fabric and you know your effect is from the outside uh-huh. from the public you know yeah you'll see arena it. right so
1: gathering up I, I just have this picture in my head bethany longtime group member has just posted her easter dress and uh-huh. it has uh you know like a princess line bodice and right. then this gathered skirt right and it's uh, maybe she'll let us use the picture actually uh-huh. of it and so yeah. her it's got
2: a lot of response People yeah and really her liked skirt
1: it. is basically just a giant Ruffle, right? Right. It's little, so it's a just a big rectangle. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: That <laughs> on the waist end, uh-huh. right, she gathered up and attached to her bodice. Yeah.
1: So. Instead of going, you know, normally people's, you know, in in general, people's hips are larger than their waist, you Uh know, so her skirt was big enough around to go around her hips, provide some ease. This was woven fabric, you know, so she can walk and sit and all that jazz. And then instead of cutting the fabric out of there or, or pleating it or darting it or the pattern piece being tapered somehow, the fabric was... Gathered, right? It was put into a bunch of little folds, and these folds might not be exactly um regular like a pleat would be, or even yeah, right. or even mm-hmm. e- so even or what mm-hmm. did I what did I regular? The, you yeah, said regular. Yeah. Well,
2: and and a pleat is more of a fold. fold. Yeah. So when when you're talking about a um the is it the gathering foot or what? Well, the, the ruffler foot. The ruffler foot. foot. Yes, the ruffler foot. Okay. Uh huh actually pleats.
1: Yeah, so we talk about that in that other podcast. Yes. So, Bethany's dress was made of this kind of lightweight chambray, has this lace on it. It's really cute. It's like embroidered lace. It's got a got a border. So, what we would have told Bethany to do, and I don't know what she actually did, but if she'd asked us, "How should I gather my skirt up? You know, what's the best way to do this?" We would have told her that on that fabric and with that amount of fabric, a whole right. skirt waistband, it would have been a good idea to zigzag over a cord or pearl cotton right. is one of our favorite things. Number eight pearl dental cotton. floss, dental floss is something we mentioned. There's
2: something strong uh-huh. that when you pull it, it will not break.
1: Okay, so we've got this skirt cut out, and we need to gather the waistband. Right. What's step number one, Mom? Like, what well, do you do? I, I guess step number one
2: versus what I do, what somebody else might do. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So what, what those of you using a pattern? okay that's made from by someone else is they will probably instruct you to you know cut these long panels and Seam them together to get this long strip of fabric, or they will give you a pattern that you're supposed to cut out. And these are basically going to be big triangles. I'm sorry, big rectangles. (laughs) Oh, triangles would be really cute. Okay, Um, big rectangles that you're going to put together so you have this long strip of fabric, and it's going to be gathered at the top. Now, they may have you notching or noting, right, Mm -hmm. Um, different um, Landmarks. landmarks, right? So that, yes, the side seam will hit here, and yes, the front center is here, and yes, the back center is here, okay, Or you may just be dividing it four ways, yeah, right? Cause you're
1: gonna gather this stuff up and you're gonna have to match it to like a waistband. That's or a bodice. right.
2: So you're okay. matching it to the waist, whether it's a band or a bodice. It could be even this could be a skirt on a band or on another bodice or, the, d- the design also could be maybe it's flat in front and only gathered, say, back. from, well, usually or, like, you know, sort of just in front of the side seam, like uh-huh. you'll see a flat, you know, and you'll get some puffiness around the hips and not in the back. But sometimes they'll have like six, eight inches of flatness. In the belly area, because people want that to look flat, and they don't want to add volume. So that's common. Okay. Okay. So you're still going to zigzag the whole thing, right? Over, so you take your, now they're going to tell you, in this pattern, oftentimes, to put two running stitches, right? Two, which are going to be what they're going to call gathering stitches. So two long length stitches, right on this bay on this area that's going to and then pull the bobbin thread and gather that is a common way to to tell the problem with that is that 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 bobbin thread is usually not very strong. Yeah. No matter so let's what you tell use. tell
1: them what to do. Right. Okay. So no matter how
2: strong it is, you know, you're okay. using the best thread in the world. If you, you have this voluminous skirt and you're pulling, 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 you may lose that bobbin Okay. Thread.
1: Let's tell them what but, to do. So what
2: I would do <laughs> is I decide how it needs to be gathered. And then I would, I can use my regular foot. I can use a cording foot, which allows me to take a cord. Like the ones Mallory just mentioned, my dental floss, whatever, and put it in a little hole and keep it in the center of my foot and then zigzag over it with a long, wide enough stitch that I miss hitting that cord. Yeah, so, so we're making a little tunnel for the cord. That's
1: what I wanted to talk right. about. So you're gonna put this you're gonna put this cording through your foot or lay it on top of your fabric at the edge of your fabric where you know it's going to meet your waistband or your bodice or your whatever whatever this is if it's a sleeve cap blah 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 um like a a ruffled sleeve or something like that and you have to leave enough cord out the back okay yes so that you have something to hang on to I would also recommend putting a knot yeah in that cord or that pearl cotton or whatever safety
2: pin a bodkin can go (laughs) on it also
1: Something. Oh, you could put like a big piece of. You tape want a stopper. Yeah, you need a so stopper. So you need a
2: stopper so it won't get pulled through when you start pulling.
1: Also, don't cut your cord off of its source. No. Just leave it on the spool of pearl cotton. Right. Leave it on the you know whatever. You know, leave it on the spool of cording, etc. And then you need to define that zigzag so that it's it it can be plenty wide to go over the cord. Don't make it too narrow. No,
2: don't make it. Don't worry about making it narrow no. at
1: all. I mean the width could probably be something like two point five. I'd say
2: up to three. Up easy. to three.
1: And then length Length is a four. Four. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. That would be just fine. And,
2: unless maybe you're on like a baby, fine baby you're, garment. Yeah. Then okay, go down a little bit, use it use a thinner cord or something. But we're talking adult clothing right now. Yeah,
1: like so you're in general. you're just like I think that's a really good word of tunnel, you know. For it, you don't really need to like backstitch with that zigzag at the beginning. You want it to be nice and long, um, and you want to go on the as close to the edge of the fabric as is possible. Yes. Okay. You need some seam allowance over there. This would be like to the right of your needle, so that you're not sewing right on the edge of your fabric. Like you don't want to sew right to the edge. It's not like you want to overcast. You actually want to be
2: quite close to your seam. Yeah. Because that's where you want those little bitty pleats or those little bitty gathers to be made and where you want to stitch them down. So the closer you actually can get that gathering, the sweeter that's going to look when you finish.
1: Yeah, because you'll be close to the source and of the you gathering.
2: And it'll be it'll give a more consistent look.
1: So if you can go, let's say you have a 5-8-inch seam allowance. Um, if you could put your cording at your like half inch, mark, right?
2: I would say right? three eighths, half inch, something brick. like right. that. Easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So
1: that would be perfect place to do this cording, and then you go, go, go. You just start sewing over this cording right. along the edge of your fabric. Now I'm going to add this. Yeah. I this
2: is the one thing that I tend to sew from the wrong side. Oh really? Yeah. And I it it, it I don't know that it makes a lot of difference, <laughs> but
1: I always sew it from the right side. I think. R- really? Wait, what? Tell me why. I mean,
2: because then when I want to take that cord out after the dress is it's together, it's exposed. it's it's there. It's not like it makes a difference in the construction. No, that's
1: probably a good idea because yeah. we'll talk about that part of the yeah. process later. Yeah. So you're going to zigzag over this cord now. As you zigzag, you have a couple of options of what to be doing with that fabric that's behind your needle, and we're going to take a message break and come back and talk about it. Hello there, you fabulous sewing machine. Did you know that our podcasts and Facebook group are mostly funded by our fabulous members? We have corporate sponsors, but our individual members are the people who ensure that we can keep producing our quirky, inclusive, sometimes slightly offbeat sewing media.
2: You can support the sewing media you love starting at $1.50 per month. As you go up the scale, you get perks like a universal wardrobe planner, the So Long and So Happy zine, access to patterns and discounted classes, and even a monthly live broadcast from Mallory and me.
1: We are so thankful for our past, present and future members. Any level of membership is helpful toward producing our podcasts, videos and the time it takes to moderate our growing Facebook community. Go to sohere.com/membership to check it out.
0: Hey y'all, Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?
1: Alright, so we're back and I'm gonna have to find a YouTube video of this. So when we talk about Bethany's dress, right. there's a predetermined amount of fabric.
2: Well, if we're talking about we are talking about a predetermined amount right now. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Okay.
1: If we're talking about a predetermined amount of fabric, there's one way to do it. And then if you're doing something like just creating gobs and gobs and gobs of gathered fabric, like for right. a tutu, different story. So let's Let's talk about Bethany's dress first, okay? Okay, I want to
2: hear what you do because I can tell you some of the ways I do this. Yeah, okay. well,
1: I'm going to give a brief outline and maybe like okay. hand it over to you. So I would just leave the fabric that's behind the needle, like what is getting sewn, I just leave it flat as So you I
2: don't went. gather it. You don't pull that cord as you go along. You let it go through.
1: As long as yep. my fabric isn't some crazy insane length. Yes, yes. That's fine with me. Yes okay i agree Mm -hmm. i would just leave it flat but once again i'm not cutting it off like my ball of pearl cotton so i would just zigzag all over my cord i would come over to my um cutting table after i was finished i would have left a little bit of uh a tail on the other end of my garment i wouldn't have felt the need to back stitch after i finished my zigzag so basically you just and you would
2: have had your landmarks marked
1: Mm-hmm. If, if they
2: gave you that
1: and option, you, yeah. This, you know, Mom says create this tunnel for this cording. This is called couching. This is right. what couching, you're couching. is. You yep. ever heard of that? You're you're sewing over a thread or a cord or something, mm-hmm. putting it onto your fabric. And you
2: want to make sure that. The tunnel is big enough that this cord slides easily.
1: Free movement of because the cord. Because maybe
2: if I'm couching, I'm holding it down in place.
1: Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, thank yeah, you. Yeah, by decorative that.
2: couching. Sure. Yeah, right. it's okay.
1: To, like maybe sew through the cord right. when you're doing that. Okay, so I would just go over to my cutting table then and start to gather up my fabric. And get an idea, I'd hold it up to my waistband, I'd right. hold it up to my landmarks. You might
2: have gathering guides that they gave you in a pattern. Uh-huh,
1: exactly. Okay, or
2: you might lay out your bodice top or your waistband top. Mm-hmm.
1: And so then, uh, yeah, so if it says, it might say, okay, between front, center, and side seam, you need to take this 12 inches of fabric and make it into 6 inches. Right. Okay, then from uh, across the back, it's 30 inches, and you yes. need to make it. Seventeen. That's one way they might tell you. Yeah. So it's nice to have a ruler out, okay? <gasps> or you can, if if it's just between notches, right. Get these notches to line up to these notches. That's right. You would match the notches on the waistband or the right. bodice waistline to the skirt. So then I would start doing and that.
2: You're- Using your fingers to try and make this nice and even. Just kind of moving
1: moving it along, making it nice and even. So this is where, like, it's a little bit more of an art than a science. Mm -hmm. You do need to get the appropriate length. And then when I started to kind of move the fabric and I got a lot of it gathered up, then I'd cut off my cord and tie a knot Uh in it. You know, you still might have extra cord, but you haven't wasted a bunch of cord. Right. Okay. Which, it's not that expensive. I will tell you what I like to use at the ends,
2: too, is sometimes a hemostat. (sighs) Uh, what else do people call those pickups? Hemostats, um, call me clamps. Hemostats.
1: No. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, so keeping that on there. Right. Uh, okay, and you could um, you could anchor your cord at one end. You could have sewn yes. through it, I guess, yes. at one end if you wanted to.
2: Actually, I think you're much better off if you can move that cord from both from ends both
1: sides, yeah. Because
2: you get into it and you're, you know, you're manipulating that. And you're like, oh, I just pulled too much on this side. So I'm going to pull it through a little oh, bit on this side. God. So I like to be able to pull from both sides.
1: Okay, well, that's, yeah. good. that's good to know. Yeah. Um, And then this is where... Okay, if they had said to leave it flat, and I'm oh, mm-hmm. sorry, what do you want to say?
2: Especially on a sleeve cap.
1: Oh, okay. Because this is yeah.
2: another place we gather mm-hmm. sometimes, I and mean, we're making a big mutton sleeve or something like that. Yeah. You know, I will sort of anchor it in the center
1: the, yes, with a pen,
2: because yes. I know that's where I'm going to match my shoulder uh-huh. seam, say, and then I will gather from each side.
1: Okay, well, that kind right. of segues in. You were talking about how some garments may leave some areas of this skirt flat let's say it's a skirt right you could anchor between those marks uh and then you could you know pull and that would be good uh, to do and then once you have that gathered up and I mean this is a place where I would use a pin or a clip yes and then so you have this layer of flat fabric it's your waistband or it's your bodice Mm -hmm. and then you have all this gathered fabric right and you just got so through it. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this?
2: So listen, this, is, this is a place, especially if you're not um, really experienced with this, I would pin. Okay. And I would sew slow and I would pin. You know, I would I would pin and I would know to take that I, because those pins also will get kind of hidden.
1: Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> those little get pleats. that bright those bright yellow bright green pins. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's got a nice big head on it of yep. some
2: sort so you can see that you're coming up to it. But you may really feel the need to pin here. I would say I can pin like every. Eight inches, and I'm fine.
1: I'll pin it like my landmarks. Right. My
2: landmarks might be all I need. Okay,
1: so you're sewing over this gathered fabric onto this flat fabric. Mm -hmm. Be careful. It's The gathers, like you said, they're not permanent right now. No,
2: they aren't. They can move.
1: They can move. Mm -hmm. So you should probably be using a bit of a longer stitch Mm -hmm. from your default when you're sewing through all these thicknesses.
2: Basting on is not a bad idea. Okay, so okay, so if you're especially if you're not used to it, uh Based on, then look at the garment. Is am I happy with this? Well, that's another point. And then you because it's a right and
1: pain to pick out. Yeah, it's a real pain. And
2: then you know, and then use your smaller stitch to feel you know more secure. So Uh, your default and. I sometimes go back and surge that excess Okay, off. yeah, I was going to yeah. talk about
1: that. Yeah, so so your default stitch length, probably for your straight stitch, is 2.5. Right. Take that up to a 3, 3.5, yeah. just for stitching. But if you want to baste, you can go to a 4, 4.5, four point five right. five, just to test it out.
2: You know, this is a place I'd like to say something about people rushing things, or t- worried about how fast they're going to get it done, yeah. like not taking the time to baste, or not taking the time to pin, if that's what you need to do. Um. You are taking more time when you screw up. You are taking more time when you wind up with a garment that is crappy looking. I feel not personally to... attacked. No, I...
1: <laughs> well, you know, with any of you. I there. mean, I mean, I
2: will tell you when I if if I was doing something like cranking out, you know, thirty costumes with a gathered waist, I would have probably done some testing and come up with a way, uh-huh. okay, that I. Could maybe stick some shortcuts in there. Yeah. But if I'm doing one garment, you know, and I, I you know, I I want, it depends, you know, it all depends on your standards,
1: right? This also, and standards might be different for your that, Halloween costume versus exactly. your wedding dress, Exactly. Oh, they're right? way different.
2: Oh, man. There is down and dirty, and then there's pristine. That's right. So okay? you get to choose. Right. You get
1: to choose. Um, This is the way of gathering that gives you the most control. I think.
2: Yeah. Oh, I do too. Okay.
1: Because Uh I don't know if we'll have time in this episode to talk about... Like the gathering foot, because we kind of talked about it in that other episode. Right. I'm trying to decide how much to well, talk about. and there's it, but, another you know,
2: another method called a cartridge pleat. Yes. That we're not going to address here. Uh huh. Um, but you mark your fabric ahead of time, and it's very precise, and it's done by hand. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So there are all these other methods, but this one gives you the most control. It gives you the most stable, like framework to work on. It gives
2: you the most likely to not lose your gathering thread. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, the my whole gosh. thing about you know pulling that bobbin thread. Can just be so demeaning when boop, it goes out. Yeah, I don't even. When you've got do, it like do almost done <laughs> and pop, it pops someplace or goes out. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I don't even do that because I don't even think about it. It's happened to me. Well,
2: and it's especially an excellent way where we're talking about the tool and all the tool skirts and all the little tutus for little girls now and everything. Uh-huh. I, I believe this might have been the first place I ever used this was on a fine fabric. Okay. Because it works so well. I
1: want to talk a little bit about just creating a bunch of ruffled fabric like you would Mm -hmm. for a tutu. So Uh you're going to continue on making your dress, making your sleeve, doing whatever. You've sewn your gathers to the bodice. And like mom says, if that gets enclosed in a waistband or something, great. If it doesn't, you can serge. You can trim away. Excess fabric, and you
2: can remove. That's you the other can, thing. You, you can, can remove
1: that, that um, yeah, that
2: cording once you are sewn to your,
1: yeah, once it's, garment, once it's sewn your stabilized
2: down, piece, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, to the other part.
2: So the other thing I want to mention that yeah. you didn't. So this is something that I've been known to do, uh-huh. and it's especially um, because I've been known to gather lots of weird things. I guess is I will can actually mark my cording. So if I'm going to go over cording and I know I need 40 inches to turn into 15 inches, uh-huh. say I can sort of mark my cording yeah. at 15 inches. Now I've done it with a sharpie,
1: yeah. I've done it
2: with a hemostat. I've done it with a piece of low-tech tape. I've done it with anything. I've done it with a safety pin that would go right. You know that will hang into a piece of uh, cotton, pearl cotton. And I'm like, okay, I need, and then I know on my fabric. Well, this is 45 inches, and I put a little notch or mm-hmm. some sort of marking there too. And I have to get that, you know, within this mark I've made. So I've done that before.
1: Now, do you do that at the sewing machine or? Yes. Is that, okay, that's what we're talking I've about. I've done
2: the marking right, and and I, you know, I, I've, I've started my tunneling, and I know I have to make these two marks meet to get, you know, my. 45 inches or 40 inches of fabric in this 15-inch
1: space. Okay, so that's what we're talking about now is when you're gathering. So gathering over this cord at... The, at sewing, the machine. sewing machine. So back right. up. Okay. okay. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Right. So but but I see what you're saying about being more precise about it. So talk about gathering at the sewing machine. So you started off like you did before, right?
2: Yeah. Basically With you start the same way. Your cord, mm-hmm, you've got some mm-hmm. kind of stopper. You're gonna on make it. a tunnel. Right. Okay. But I and then I have marked somewhere on that cord where I know I can get 15 inches of gathered fabric, right? Yep. So I've marked it on the cord. And I know that I've got to make 40 inches go into that 15 inches, so then I mark on the edge of my fabric. Right. So I can actually sort of pull hold my cord stable. Yes. And zigzag over it and push that fabric through.
1: So there's a video, there are lots of videos of tutu makers on right. YouTube. And they're gathering up the fabric. That's I wanted you to talk about gathering it behind the needle. Yes. How do okay. you do that? Well, How, okay.
2: Well, you basically... Hold. Yeah, you and everything behind the needle. You, you, hold, uh-huh. you hold down the the beginning. Uh huh. Right. So you hold down your cord in the beginning of your fabric. Yes. Say, okay. And then you're actually holding your cord in front of the uh-huh. presser foot, and you're letting your machine feed the fabric through. Yes. Yeah,
1: so your fabric's feeding through,
2: but but your cord is not. Right now, on the instance where I'm saying match up. <coughs> I'm gonna let my cord slip through a, a little, little bit, bit. right, a little bit. right. And I, the reason I have done that is trying to make s- like similar garments. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say I had to make three dresses that looked exactly the same and had the same amount of fullness right. or whatever. And so I had to do a little bit of math and go, well, this is a two-to-one or two-to-three, you know, gathering episode. So that's why I had to do that. Yes. Okay.
1: So if you are doing something like ZD just said where you know at the sewing machine what you need, Okay, uh, you can gather, and this is also a quick way to do well, this. Well, and it's also
2: still kind of a guesstimate, uh-huh. because I will flatten that out and go to my landmarks yeah. at the table, too. So
1: it's really important that your zigzag stitch doesn't, you know, pierce your your thread, right. your
2: cord. That's why I mentioned a cording foot.
1: That's great. Because, because the, it holds
2: it in place.
1: It So, so right. it can't go astray, right? Absolutely. It, it Absolutely. cannot go astray. Right. The courting foot will have a hole or a guide, kind of like a trough or, you know. Yeah, yeah. a hole, a trough. A, something a, like a that. Groove.
2: Um, a groove. A pin tucking foot will work well.
1: Okay. Yeah. So then you, then you're, your machine, your feed dogs are feeding through all this fabric. Right. But then you're not letting the cord feed through. You're just holding it straight. Right. Now, then you kind of got to let it go a little bit. Well, right.
2: On, in the instance uh-huh. I'm talking about where uh-huh. you, you know you want 40 to go into 15, yeah. right? Yes. But, but it's letting you do it. Yeah. Okay? And you don't wind up with too much... Um, cording and not enough fabric or what? But you know, you can go to the table and you like almost have it done, and you have these landmarks.
1: Yeah. So I wouldn't have done that on Bethany's dress because it wasn't like this extreme gather, right? And also, I wouldn't have wanted to end up with too little cording, right? That's right. So if you're well, I haven't cut the cording
2: though either. I've only marked it. Yeah. Right. 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 But
1: that too. Okay. So when you're doing like a tutu or you're just creating, um. What do I want to say, like a crinoline, not a crinoline, but like a petticoat that's something got. On well, and
2: on Bethany's, uh-huh. okay, she had a border yeah. design or border print. So if I want to, them to match up in the back uh-huh. or I want, you know, a full whatever it they, is. If wanted
1: the point to be out instead of in something, or something like something, that. Something, yeah. something, right. It,
2: you know, that might be another instance where mm. I do that, where even i'm i might you know um detour from my pattern Fudge your pattern and say a bit. well i'm going to have to get eight more inches of this fabric in or i'm going to look funny because i'm going to cut halfway you know there's no way to make my hem look like I, you know, yeah. pleasing to me. So you, would, so I may do something like yeah, that. Yeah, like go to the right. next scallop, add right. a little more. It's right. okay.
1: It's gonna get gathered right. up. So that's it might a great point. Be a
2: little bit of math going yeah. on. Or, yeah, or or
1: just a little bit of like, okay, Fudging. I'll just go over to right. the next scallop. Now with with um, making like a petticoat or like a tutu or something uh-huh. like that, uh, if you're gonna put that, when you see that out behind your needle, you can tell. Sometimes. Yes. This is the appropriate fullness. That
2: will give you an idea of what to do, yeah. That,
1: so I yep. just wanted to say, right. if you're not going to mark, you know, sometimes you're gathering at the machine and you're just like, okay, yes, this is 2-2 fullness. This is 2-2 <laughs> this this is is fullness. Two, 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 two. This right. is approximate. Then I can go over my cutting table, over my garment, and adjust for evenness right. and all that. The right? person
2: that I had... You know, that said, why didn't you tell me this before? That uh-huh. I told, well, gather over, you know, a cord on that. She's just making, like, I think it was a Halloween costume for one of her little girls. And she could not believe how difficult this was that she's trying to gather this tool, and right? Sometimes
1: the peat, the, well, yeah.
2: She said it was even eat- the tools being eaten up by her gathering it uh-huh. by her, you know, trying to pull it
1: thread through, right?
2: So the fabric wasn't strong enough, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the, and she's like, I'm using metricine thread, how come it's breaking on me? And you know, so it was like it shredding was, the fabric, kind the of? fabric was shredding. And I guess she was even having trouble because you know, she wanted to make it so full that she was pulling on this thread so much uh-huh. it finally broke. Well, of course, it did,
1: yeah. So if you want that real tight fullness, right? Well, yeah, it's I just think limiting. you know, this
2: was the Halloween princess costume of some sort.
1: So you could gather right there at the machine. Right. If you wanted to, it might be something you want to do. And then you've just got the longest piece of fabric you can handle. That's right. Right? Sometimes. Well, and
2: another thing like with tulle, Mm -hmm. with the tutu, you do more than one layer.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay,
2: and when I say more than one layer, here's another thing that I like. Don't cut two layers. Yes. Cut one layer twice as long as you want it folded over and then sew on that folder because now you have s- secured the edges of that slippery, you know, <laughs> yeah. mostly escaping fabric. So you had that fold stabilizes those fabrics together.
1: Okay. The other so you've got two layers that you're gathering at the same time. Right. Um and then the other thing I wanted to say is this is where I might go away from some pattern instructions. Let's pretend we got a pattern for a petticoat and it's two layers of like tool ruffles near the hem to mm-hmm. keep my 50s, you know, yeah. rockabilly dress out. You rockabilly.
2: Know. I didn't even know that was a word. That's a word. Oh, wow. Okay. So
1: let's pretend that you have and,
2: that. And I am of the 50s, but go ahead. So if you have. I must be rockabilly.
1: Let's pretend they have you. This is going to be. These measurements are wrong. Just these are just pretend numbers. Let's say they have you like cut two. Um, 40 inch long pieces right. and they want you to gather one and gather the right. other or something like that. Yeah. Or like five 40 inch pieces.
2: I can tell you what I'd do with that right away. Tell us right.
1: what you'd do with that. Well,
2: I'd get myself an 80 inch piece if I can get a long running piece. Why I, would Why would I make a
1: seam? Okay, or yeah. seam together what you need. Right. Make a big, huge, long ruffle. Yeah, just make one. And then cut it up, right? right? Okay, that's so, what I wanted to say. Okay, so
2: <laughs> I... um. I had a award-winning costume concept right it won, Oh, yeah won many awards uh-huh. won awards twice because I read costume because
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, they warmed twice. <laughs> and I
2: don't know if you remember uh, don't tell Mama. I remember and I know exactly what the you're girls talking about. okay so I had <laughs> these petticoats I think I've even talked about these before and they went under the dresses. And they were in three colors, but each petticoat only had two colors. So yes. like if you had a pink petticoat, you could have a green or a blue, blue ruffle, ruffle. Right. And all those other combinations of, right? So what do you think I did, Mallory?
1: Just made these were circle skirts. Circle skirts with a ruffle at the hem. Right. You just made a gigantor ruffle.
2: I made ruffles beyond, and I I did calculate this. I I did some samples, you know, and I was like. Yeah, you
1: got to do that, And I was
2: like, okay, I have 10 skirts, (laughs) and, you know, the bottom of the biggest skirt, because Mm -hmm. the taller girl is going to have a a, a bigger Mm -hmm. diameter, right? So the longest skirt would be. You know, the longest I need on the skirt is 40 inches, say. Uh-huh. I think it was more than that. I had more like 60. 40 or... is a good number but for us to 40 is a nice number to divide out. in four. <laughs> uh, so, but I, so I needed 10, so I needed 10 40 inch pieces. Yeah. Right? That was 400 inches. inches. And I, you know, Probably, I probably divided that into yards or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So what I did is I did exactly what you just said. I took these eight, they were eight or ten inches, I can't remember, ruffles. Yeah. That's how long they were, uh-huh. right?
1: How wide. wide. Okay. And yeah.
2: actually what I did with these, okay, was I um, did a rolled hem on each edge.
1: Yeah.
2: So I had this long, long miles of fabric with a rolled hem on each edge and then I went back from the top, like an inch and a half, and I gathered there. Yeah. And I just gathered and gathered and gathered and gathered and gathered and gathered. And then I had my Miles whatever yards, <laughs> however many, you know, my 30 yards of gathered ruffle, uh-huh. right, or whatever. And I did not close my circle skirt, uh-huh. right? I just sewed it onto the bottom because I had one seam in my circle skirt. Okay. Correct? And that was because of the width of the fabric. I had to have a seam anyway. So, But it was good because I needed an opening in the back anyway. So that one seam, you know, worked perfectly. Okay. So I just sewed it. I top stitched it on. You know, I, I obviously I finished the circle skirt, hem by just doing like a three thread an hour or something uh-huh. that would keep it from. These were like, these were out of taffeta, everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was really bright fabric. It was really cool. And it went under a black dress. And I just top stitched that ruffle right onto the edge of that circle skirt. So
1: you left your cord in. I think so. Yeah. So can't you remember. Used,
2: well, yeah. yeah. So you used
1: a matching cord. Yeah. Made up your ruffle. And then you like zigzagged right over it again. Well, the cord was on the bottom.
2: It. I never took, I don't think I took anything Yeah, off.
1: you didn't take it out. So uh, you just it's zigzagged. a
2: costume.
1: Right. <laughs> the, so the, you just zigzagged right, right over and it. And
2: then, you know, I cut it where at the beginning i cut it at the end and then i just made the seam all the way through
1: yeah so these ruffles if you're having trouble picturing it they are they're a little bit of a double-sided ruffle it's like right. it's applied on top of the hem of this circle skirt and there's like little, ruffling there was at the a top, little ruffle at and the top ruffle yeah. at the bottom right. uh,
2: and you know th- these were flashy costumes yeah. like i said it was a 10 inch ruffle mm-hmm. yeah um but had i like done each one the, I, th- I believe there were 33 girls in this number yeah. i can't even imagine attempting that but you know i had this concept of what i wanted to look like and then i had to go to how will i do this hey
1: this is a really good point you can zigzag over this cording in the middle of a piece of fabric if you're looking for right. that kind. so if of you want to
2: gather in the middle right gather in the middle if you want to gather to the end like i like Mallory said I wound up with this little ruffle at the top.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about the tops you made for show choir, the white, you know, the patriotic looking tops. Didn't they have like ruffles in no, the front? It was all sequins. Okay, so I'm just making that There up. were no ruffles. So but, they, had a peplum.
2: they all had peplums.
1: So if you're looking to gather anywhere, you could do that. And if you did it, if you zigzag over that cord on the wrong side of the fabric, it can be hidden. And then you can top stitch that down onto your garment. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, a, a ruffle that is put on, and then, okay, a rolled edge for the edge of a ruffle, the rolled edge on your serger is such a good option. Yep. For, you know, most of the time to create a ruffle, You are using a lighter weight fabric so you can get that volume. I mean, not all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, certainly. But that three-thread rolled edge is so fast and so so perfect. It's done. Yeah, you you
2: spit it. I mean, I sat there and got bored. Felt like I needed to, you know, be doing something else because I was just running the edge through, running the edge through.
1: and. Instead of surging and then top stitching right, or and then full or, or rolling it on the sewing machine well, versus and I
2: did it all at once and uh-huh. then by the time I applied that ruffle, you know, like the work was done. Oh,
1: just a note for Fred. So she made like what, three pairs of jeans? Yeah. She was like assembly line sewing can right. seem so unsatisfying, but I know I'm be so happy. Right. So it's kind of like that. You're like, oh, my gosh. and But then all of a sudden, 33 skirts are finished. You but know? you can't make, <laughs> you know, if you
2: make 33 skirts without an assembly line, you'll go even crazier. Right.
1: right. But then, all, you know, all of a sudden, okay, I made, what did she have to make, you know, 32 belt loops or right. something, you know, and then all of a sudden, three pairs of jeans, you know, so you make hundreds of yards of ruffle, but then... The skirts start being completely finished, you right. know, when you're doing your last step. So, yeah, zigzagging over this cord uh, can can give you that control to make sure that your ruffles aren't going to break and that you're not going to, you know, have an issue. But, yeah, I, do, I don't think I've used a different ruffling technique. When I say it gives you the most control, what comes to mind is how the gathering foot, both on a sewing machine and a serger – and even the ruffler slash pleating foot, it's like you don't know what you're going right. to get. And those,
2: again, that is one where you have to make your ruffle and then apply it like you make extra uh-huh. ruffle. Well, whatever, you can or, apply
1: at the same time. Well, that's with true, With the too, gathering But you have feet. to make
2: sure you have enough length that's to get right. that applied to that flat piece. That's right. The other thing about the cording, especially on home deck. Uh-huh. You cannot yeah. you you can't pull a bobbin thread no. and gather on something that's home deck. You need something that's <laughs> a much heavier, much stronger thing to gather onto. Okay,
1: so let's. I th- I think people like the long episodes. I don't know if Sam or I like the long episodes because we have to <laughs> do the the post <laughs> the post production work. But I want to touch really briefly on the gathering feet for the sewing machine and the serger. Okay, so. You can gather fabric just by sewing on it uh-huh. on your sewing machine mm-hmm. by lengthening the stitch. Right. And then you turn up the top tension. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Instructions for this will be in your manual or with the gathering foot that you buy. Right. Okay. But
2: your gathering foot will say suggest some... Some settings. ...ranges or settings. And you can
1: mess with it. Right. And that's basically like... Normally, you wouldn't want this to happen. It's distorting the fabric, right? right?
2: Well, and on your, um, I believe on the serger, it also tells you to change your differential feed.
1: Okay, on the serger, you don't mess with tension. I think you yeah. only mess with differential that, feed. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. you're right. It is. Okay, so a, I, yeah. I was going to go right. over to that whole right. right. section. Yeah, so right. on the sewing machine and the serger, you have these ways of gathering. And on the serger, it's differential feed. We have a, I wrote a really, just, I wrote a really nice blog post about that. Um, <laughs> you can do these things with your normal foot, right? You can just sew on the fabric and make a ruffle, and that's that's what will happen. The gathering feet that are available for the sewing machine and the serger, what they do is they create this barrier Right, they utilize the feed dogs. Yes, but they create a barrier where you can seam and ruffle at the same time a piece of flat fabric to a piece of fabric that's getting gathered.
2: So you can attach Mm -hmm. a ruffle. You take two pieces of flat fabric, and one begins to ruffle or gather or puff. Yep, and it attaches onto the lower piece of fabric. It's actually the the upper. The upper doesn't gather.
1: The one to where the feed dog gathers.
2: So you attach, you're attached, that gather gets gathered, sewn, attached to the flat piece at the same time. That's right. And again, another calculation, which is a guesstimate.
1: This is really, this is what I wanted to say. This is where you do not know what you're going to get okay you don't you have to give yourself just like a bunch of extra fabric it would not be appropriate for bethany's skirt right. under her dress right she can't cut out her pattern pieces and then just run them through the right. gathering foot and expect it right. to gather up the right amount now
2: what i would what i do on this is test 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 uh-huh and i cut myself strips of my fabric yep and a lot of times what I would do is take a 10 or 12-inch strip of flat, uh-huh. right? And run it through. Or, or well, say so i say I would take a 10 or 12-inch strip of flat, uh-huh. and I would take a 30-inch strip of top or, uh-huh. or, or bottom, actually. Excuse me. So the one that's going to be gathered, I would make <laughs> it two to three times as long as the bottom one. So if you don't want to make it 12 inches, make it six and make the other one 12 inches sure. or whatever. How? And I would see how it attached. Yeah. And here's the deal. If I have some leftover, I'll mark that and I can take that stitching out and I can say, oh, uh-huh. this gathered nine inches onto four inches. Yeah. That's my guesstimate ratio. 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 Because And just cut yourself more. But, you know, do that a couple times. If it comes out the same, okay, good. Then you have an idea okay, at least some idea of what kind of yardage you're going to need. So
1: these feet are appropriate for adding decorative ruffles. They're not appropriate for using with, like, a pattern piece that needs to be gathered a certain amount. I've seen people try to do that. The
2: predetermined Mm -hmm. stuff you're going to pretty much have to do by hand with some sort of hand-gathering method that you can readjust, right, Mm -hmm. when you're matching it up to the pattern piece.
1: Now, Evie Hawkins, she released a tiered little girl's skirt where it's just strips and strips of fabric all put together with the gathering foot and it makes this twirly, twirly skirt, you know. And that's
2: how I've often made petticoats. That's right. Yeah.
1: And so that's just a, you know, a garment that isn't super fitted where you're just getting volume and that's great, you know, so that's fine. But once again, these are the less precise methods that are out there and they can be useful but the you gatherings... just have to
2: think through application uh-huh. again, which is, uh, you know, we just talked about this in something else we did. I think it was uh, one of our live broadcasts. This is the method. This is one of the tools, the methods you have to use. How will it apply to this project? Or will it not apply to this project?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so just, just be aware, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, I have to gather up this waistband. Can I use my gathering? But eh, no, you know, uh, most of the time, not. So the the words get uh, put onto the pieces of equipment, and then people think that they can help They can help them accomplish every instance of that uh, task, I guess, is what I'm saying, right? Right, so yeah. what it is is,
2: I mean, all of this stuff can be done by hand yes. or by, you know, some sort of manipulation by hand, and someone's developed a foot or a tool to otherwise do it. It right. might not work in every application.
1: I'm thinking of uh, Zelda has this shirt. She calls it her Halloween shirt because it has Halloween stuff on but it. she wants
2: to wear it all the time. <laughs> she wants to
1: wear it all the time. And it's Halloween getting... is
2: every day for Zelda. That's
1: right. And it's getting too big, or it's getting too big for her. It's getting too small for her. It's getting short. And so I am thinking about just adding a little skirt on the bottom of it This would be a place where I could just cut sequin fabric way longer than I think I need it, and I could put it on with that ruffling foot and just get her, okay, this is gathered. Now, I could... Uh, Zigzag over some cord But like I don't care that much And I'm not trying to get a perfect ratio here I'm just trying to get some fun length on it You know I'm not trying to get specific volume Okay so yeah I think it was worth it To bring up those other feet And how they can um, Work into this But if you are trying to make a standalone ruffle The techniques that actually ruffle fabric um, Aren't going to are the, the techniques that ruffle fabric, they stand apart from the feet, okay? You can gather fabric on your sewing machine without the gathering foot. Right. You can You gather can
2: gather on your serger without using a cord also.
1: Oh, whoa. Whoa. Okay. I kind of forgot about it's that. It's going to be on
2: the edge of your, edge <laughs> of your fabric, right? You want to make sure not to pierce that cord, but you can do it.
1: I Sorry to laugh. I was like, I t- yeah, I totally forgot about it. So there... Th- would you use the elastic foot that's got that channel i do for the or do you just actually feed that's, it through this is like
2: the only thing i use the elastic foot for I, I never right? use it for elastic it application for elastic. it's terrible but yes now if you 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 can gather in the center of the fabric but you have to fold the fabric yeah you know, yeah you have and, to make a fold yeah. you have to make sure your knife is dropped right right cuz you you don't want to cut or sew through any uh, fabric and or cording. i just
1: like wouldn't do that i <laughs> That's wouldn't my, do what wouldn't gather in the middle of my fabric with my serger it seems like it that's my but it's two cents. just as easy to do it on your machine in that instance no but you yeah. can yeah you can create in fact where the kind of a decorative purpose for that that we did was we made those roses you know mm-hmm. um so that was kind of nice edges, yeah and finished, that
2: can and, be done on knit and or yes you know um a woven fabric okay
1: mom just threw that she just threw the curveball in there just to blow your mind. You can also. <laughs> search so, everybody,
2: over the cord. run to your surgery. See what I'll, it'll
1: do. So, don't pierce it, right? It's got to get in that.
2: Make sure. The good thing is, is that cord is in a tunnel that tunnel. it can move through.
1: Cording tunnel. Lengthen your stitch so it's not too. You're making a tight.
2: casing of thread. Yes.
1: All right. So, I hope that helps um, just explore this issue of gathering and maybe it will help some people. Feel free to gather over a piece of cording with your zigzag stitch. It's going to make your life so fabulous.
2: And when, um, if somebody would ask me, what type of cording do you zigzag over? Yeah. All of them, like anything. anything I've gathered over around. fishing line. I've gathered over dental floss. I've gathered over um, string, like like kitchen string, you like can use like whatever like, you want. like yeah. culinary. You know, right. based your. Sew so your turkey up string. I've done it over um, cotton. I've done it over gimp. Gimp is a, a big favorite of mine. For, I think that's uh, gathering over
1: the pearl cotton has been kind of my standby for it. It's because
2: just, you've had a lot yeah, of yeah. It. Yeah, it's it's just always been available. we've always had it available. It's been I think. available to me. Pearl cotton we use a lot because it's here. Yes, and even I've even used buttonhole thread.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, especially
2: wax buttonhole thread yeah. because it's stiff and it's strong and you no, know that's it doesn't good, break. That's a
1: good point. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening so much. Uh, We appreciate everyone who listens every week. And, Mom, take it away.
2: So long and so happy.
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?